Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi Alladhin astafah Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi Minash shaytanir rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Lahu mu'aqibatun Min bayni yadayhi Wa min khalfihi Yahfadunahu min amrillam إن الله لا يغير ما بقوم حتى يغيروا ما بأنفسهم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يا غلام احفظ الله يحفظك احفظ الله تجده تجاهك أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم With respect to brothers and elders Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many, many ayats of the Qur'an al-Kareem, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will find the word hafiz, hafadha. That means Allah ta'ala is the sole protector. Allah is the one who protects. In one hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was accompanied by Hazrat ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu. And he was a youngster at that time and he said, Ya ghulam. That, oh youngster, Ihfazillah yahfazka. That protect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala will protect you. Muhaddisin mentioned that, eh, Ihfazillah, that awamirahu wa nawahiyahu wa hududahu wa hukukahu. That protect the limits of Allah. Protect the rights of Allah. Protect the commandments of Allah. Protect those things that will lead you towards disobedience. And if you do so, Allah Ta'ala will protect you. Like in the Quran Karim, Allah Ta'ala mentioned, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرْكُمْ Remember me and I will remember you. إِن تَنْصُرُ اللَّهِ يَنْصُرْكُمْ If you assist the deen of Allah, Allah Ta'ala will assist you. So there is a condition over here. A person who protects the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who protects himself from all types of disobedience, and protects the laws, hukuk and hudud and the limits of Allah, Allah ta'ala will protect you. Ihfadillah tajidhu tujahaka. Protect the limits of Allah, the rights of Allah, and you will find Allah before you every moment of your life. Ibn Jawzi rahmatullahi has mentioned that when I pondered over the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I was swept off my feet. And alas, and he sighed that how few people understand the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So we will find in many, many commandments of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ask us to protect certain things and Allah will protect us. There are two systems with regards to protection. The first one is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala utilizes means. For example, Allah ta'ala uses the malaika. Allah ta'ala mentions in the Quran al-Kareem, لَهُ مُعَقِّبَاتُ مِن بَيْنِ يَدِيهِ وَمِن خَلْفِهِ يَحْفَظُونَهُ مِن أَمْرِ اللَّهِ that every person, every insan, every mu'min, Allah Ta'ala appoints four malaika. Two malaika that are sitting on his shoulders. 
That's kiram and katibin. And then there are two other malaika that protect a person. It is mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Allah ta'ala will use this malaika. Allah ta'ala will use these farishtas to protect a person. For example, there is a wall that is going to fall and Allah ta'ala will protect that person from that wall falling on him. Or there is a ditch, there is a hole, there is a cave. Before the person can fall in, the malaika are there to protect that person. And Allah is so ghafoor rahim so merciful upon us, that it is mentioned that these malaika even inspire a person, will advise a person, do not go towards the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if he has to do any wrong, the malaika will inspire him in his heart, that make tawbah, make istighfar. And even then when a person is obstinate, and is hell-bent in committing that guna, then only one sin is written, recorded against him. Whereas a person who does good deeds, Allah Ta'ala multiplies it ten times, seven hundred times. Wallahu yudha'ifu And Allah Ta'ala can even exceed the amount of seven hundreds. Regarding the hifadat, one hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, لا يحافظ على الوضوء إلا مؤمن. That it is only a believer who will be particular and protect his wudu. We will find our mashayikh that they will, they will term them ba wudu. They are always in a halat and condition of wudu. When a person is in that condition, Allah Ta'ala will protect him from the wasahis, from the evil whisperings of shaitan and nafs. A person is in a state of wudu, then malaika make dua for him. Allah give me, give us a tawfiq. Even when we go to sleep, sleep in a state of wudu. Because a person who stay, sleeps in a state of wudu, the farishta, the malaika make dua for him. The malaika protect him. Such a person will be protected from nightmares. Such a person, his soul, his ruh will make sajda the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The most important ibadat is our salah. وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَلَىٰ صَلَوَاتِهِمْ يُحَافِظُونَ حَافِظُ عَلَىٰ الصَّلَوَاتِ وَالصَّلَاةِ الْوُسْطَةِ Yeah, again, Allah Ta'ala tells us that make hifazat of your salah. Muhaddisin mentioned that make hifazat means protect the rights of that salah. Meaning the conditions of the salah, the mustahabbat, the sunan, the wajibat, the faraid. Such a perfect salah that will rise up and that salah will give a person duas. May Allah protect you as you have protected me. But Allah Ta'ala save us if that salah is a haphazard salah, up, down, touch the ground, back to town salah, then that salah gives bad dua to that person. May Allah destroy you as you have destroyed me. Allah protect us. Respected brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so, tell us so many ayats of the importance of salah. In one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever protects his salah, kanat lahu nuran wa burhanan wa najatan yawm al-qiyamah. Such a salah will be a means of effulgence, a protection, 
and divine protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and najat means of success for you on the day of Qiyamah. But on the other hand, that person who does not protect his salah, then it will neither be a nur, neither a proof in your favor, and neither it will be a means of salvation for you. And such a person will be resurrected with Qarun, Haman and Fir'aun. So the salah, the wudu, the salah. On one occasion, as Ibn Masur radiallahu anhu mentioned, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Istahyu min Allahi haqqal haya. That adrop, adopt true haya, as it ought to be adopted. Modesty, haya, bashfulness. So the Sahaba radiallahu anhu, he said, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have haya. We've got modesty, we've got bashfulness in us. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained, no, I'm not talking about that. And the after Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained, what is haya? An tahfadha ra'sa wa ma wa'a, wa an tahfadha al-batna wa ma hawa. That you protect your skull, your, your head, and whatever it contains from haram. And you protect your stomach and the internal organs from haram. And what al maut wal bila, you remember death and all the trials. And whoever intends the akhirah, woman arad al akhirah, taraka zinat al dunya, he leaves the adornment, embellishments of this world. Nabi said, if a person does this, then he has adopted the true spirit of haya and bashfulness. The ulama explain, and tahfaz ra'sa wa ma wa'a. That you protect the head. Yeah, the head means a person protects his eyes. He protects his tongue from all haram. Protects his ears from haram. We'll find in ayat of the Quran al-Kareem, whenever Allah Ta'ala addresses the believers, then there is a jewel address. That is addressed towards the males and the females. Ya yuwalladheena amanu. In there, it is addressed to both males and females. But when he came to lowering of the gaze, Allah Ta'ala separately informs the mu'minat and mu'mineen. Kullil mu'mineena yaguddu min abasarihim wa yahfadhu furujahum. Wa kullil mu'minat yaguddudna min abasarihim. وَيَحْفَظْنَا فُرُوجَهُنْ Allah Ta'ala tells the males and the females that lower your gaze. And thereafter Allah Ta'ala alludes to the fact that وَيَحْفَظُ فُرُوجَهُمْ And protect your sharam guard, protect your private parts. The ulama explain that the doorway towards zina and fornication is the eyes. That is why Allah Ta'ala tells us that lower your gaze. The females lower your gaze. Ibn Kasir has mentioned that man hafidha basarahu, whoever protects his eyes from haram, the evil gaze, the haram gaze, awrathahu Allah nuran fi basirati. Allah Ta'ala will grant him nuran effulgence in his basirat. In other words, whoever protects his basarat, his eyes, Allah will grant him basirat. What is this basirat? Is that the light in the heart. 
One is the light of our eyes we see. And as a mu'min, a person who gets the insight, that basarat, that firasat, then he looks with the eyes of the heart. He will able to discern what is right and what is wrong. So it is very, very important that we protect our eyes. There was one youngster who came to an alim and told him, Sheikh, I'm involved with a certain girl and please give me some duas that I can, you know, cut off this relationship from this girl. So the, the alim told him that read often, Allahumma ja'alni nura, wa fi aynaya nura, wa fi basari nura, wa fi uduni nura, wa fi qalbi nura. And like that, many, many organs, Allah Ta'ala says, put nur, put nur, nura, nura. So now this youngster begins to cry. So the Munisab and the Shaykh said, MashaAllah, already this dua is having effect on this child, on this youngster. So he said, Malana, that's not the case. Actually, this girl's name is Nura. You are asking me, oh Allah, put nur in my eyes, put nura in my eyes, in my heart. So nevertheless, respected brothers, Allah give us a tawfiq that we make hifazat of our eyes. If a person makes hifazat of his eyes, then naturally he will make hifazat of his sharamgah, his private parts. Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in a hadith, another hadith, that whoever gives me guarantee of protecting between the, 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 the organ between his two jaws, that is his tongue, and between his two ties, his legs, that is his private parts, I give guarantee of entering into Jannah for that person. The ulama explained, Ibn Masur radiallahu said, that ma ala dhahril ard ahwaja ila tuli sidnin min lisan. There is nothing on the surface of the earth that deserves a long time imprisonment than the tongue. Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullahi had a ring and on the ring it was written Al-Lisanu Jirmuhu Sagheer or Jirmuhu Kabir. This was a reminder for Imam Abu Hanifa whenever he looked at the ring and he said that the tongue is a small organ, small piece of flesh. But the amounts of crime that it commits, it is something very, very major. One occasion, Abdullah bin Saqafi radiallahu asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for some advice. And he asked him that, ma akhwafu ma taqafu aliyya. The oh, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what do you fear most? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam caught his tongue for ashara ilayhi. And he said, hadha. And he said, this, that is this tongue. Azhar Mu'az bin Jabbar radiallahu anhu. On one occasion, he was traveling with Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he asked Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for some advices. And he asked, Oh Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, show me that such actions if I do, yudakhiluni al-jannah wa yubaiduna nar that will cause me to enter into jannah and save me from the hellfire. So Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told that, Oh Mu'adh, you have asked for something very azim, very great. But if Allah Ta'ala gives that person tawfiq, to act on his advices, Allah Ta'ala will make it easy for him. The hadith is very lengthy. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him, do this, do that. And showed him the benefit of each things. 
And towards the end of the hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him that, Oh Muaz, shouldn't I show you the basis and foundation of everything that I've told you? So Muaz bin Jabal radiallahu anhu asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that indeed showed me. And then he, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made ishara towards his tongue and he said, Kuffa alayka hadha, that control this tongue of yours. So Muaz bin Jabal radiallahu anhu became surprised. And he asked, Ya Rasulullah, will we be taken to task because of our tongue? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him, that may Allah have mercy upon you. هَلْ يَقُبُّ النَّاسَ عَلَىٰ وُجُوهِمْ إِلَّا حَصَائِدُ أَلْسِنَةٍ فِي جَهَنَّمْ أَوْ كَمَا قَالِ النَّبِي صلى الله عليه وسلم That, oh Muaz, it's because of the misuse of this tongue, a person will be thrown headlong into the, head, into the hellfire. So yeah, again, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam telling us, Ihfadillah, protect the commandments of Allah, and Allah ta'ala will protect you. وَأَن تَحْفَضَ الْبَطْنَ وَمَا حَوَىٰ And protect the stomach, and what everything is related to that. Yeah, the ulama explained that protect yourself from haram, from doubtful things. On one occasion, our shaykh, Muhammad al-Hamid sahab, down barakatuh, he came to our masjid and he was giving the tafsir, of the ayat of the Quran al-Kareem regarding Hazrat Adam and Hawa alayhi salatu wasalam, where they were ordered not to eat of that certain fruit. And then when they ate of that fruit, then immediately their clothes were removed. So Hazrat Muhammad Hamid sahab explained that the Uryani, Bea Hayai, and all the things that we are seeing around us, this nakedness and this immorality, indecency that we are seeing around us, one of the main causes is because of eating haram. Or because eating of doubtful things. Imagine Allah Ta'ala, this is the Rusul, Ya Ya Rusul, Qulu Minat Tayyibat, Wa'manu Saliha. That, O Rusul, O Al-Ambiyani, Salatu Wasalam, eat of those which are pure. Pure means wholesome, which is not doubtful, which is, which is halal. And وَأْمَنُ الصَّالِحَا And do good deeds. The ulama explained there is a great connection between the two. Eat halal and Allah Ta'ala will give you tawfiq of doing good deeds. Do, eat haram, then you will be deprived of doing good deeds. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is showing the Sahaba radiallahu and teaching us a great lesson over here. That every organ should be protected from guna. Whether it is our eyes, our ears, our tongue, our private parts, our stomach, everything, try and protect it. And Allah Ta'ala will do the rest. Allah Ta'ala will protect you. So the one system is that the malaika, يَحْفَظُونَهُمْ مِنْ أَمْرِ اللَّهِ And the other system, Allah Ta'ala, Himself protects a person, protects his iman, protects his deen. It is mentioned about an elderly person. I'm not challenging anyone. This person was 100 years old. And he was on a ship. And normally when the ship, ship docks, then he'll put a platform or a ramp for, the, for people to disembark. So this person over 100 years of age, he jumped out of the ship. So people were surprised. And asked you, you're such an elderly man. So he said, هَذِي جَوَارِحْ حَفِظْنَاهَا 
minal anil maasi fis sigar fa hafizahullahu alaina fil kibar he said all these joints that i've got allah taala gave me tawfiq to protect it whilst i was young from gunas so now in my old age allah taala gave me tawfiq to protect these limbs you will find one of our one of our family members their mother passed away at a very old age and allah taala gave her a very strong eyesight so i asked one of the family members what do you think could be the reason because of this so that person thought and said it is none other that i can think about because because of the attachment of the quran al-kareem the all the time this woman was attached to the quran al-kareem and because of that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected her eyes she could see without any glasses in the old age so attachment to the quran al-kareem on one occasion wala ali mia rahmatullahi in the haram sharif someone told him that a certain person had become hafiz of the quran al-kareem then he, what did he say baril quran yahfazhu he said no actually the quran that will protect the child he has protected it in his heart but the quran is such the quran will protect the child it'll protect our progenies in munkadi rahmatullahi mentioned under this ayat wa kana abuhuma saliha that the the kissa and the story of hazrat musa and khizr alayhi salam where they went to a certain town and that wall was about to fall but these people did not make the ikram they were very rude and aggressive towards them but he straightened the wall so khizr alayhi salam did not know the hikmat and they ata musa alayhi salam explain wa kana abuhuma saliha that this young these people under this this wall there is a treasure and this belongs to a certain person whose family whose father was a very pious person ibn munkadi rahmatullahi mentioned that actually this was the father of the seventh generation imagine person on the seventh generation down right down allah taala will protect it that is why he said that in allah la yahfazu waladahu wa walada waladihi wa duwirat allati hawlahu a person doing good deeds and being pious allah will protect him allah will protect his children allah will protect his grandchildren all his progenies and allah taala will protect everything around him when a person goes to sleep then he should make it his habit that he recites ayatul kursi Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the hadith that when a person retires to bed and he reads ayatul kursi then Allah ta'ala appoints a malaika a farishta that to protect him to protect his neighbors and everyone around him so when a person makes that hifazat when he makes that makes that first step forward Allah ta'ala will do the rest and respected brothers One of the protections that we can do is every Friday we read Surah Al-Kahf. And every day on a Friday we make sure we read the entire surah. And every day it was in this very masjid as Imam Abdul Hamid sahab mentioned that every day we should try and read the first 10 verses and the last 10 verses of Surah Al-Kahf. This will save us from all the isms. All those things that are 
coming into our direction like waves, like, like avalanche, like a tsunami, all the fitnas. Inshallah, by the barakat of reciting these verses, a person will be protected from all these fitnas. Whether it is the ism of Satanism, of materialism, of secularism, all these things, respective brothers, a person should try and read the first ten verses and the last ten verses daily. And every Friday you should read the entire Surah Kaf. Subhanallah. If you look at the riwayats, the narration of reading Surah Kaf, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, one narration said, whoever eats Surah Kaf, Allah Ta'ala will create a noor from this Jumat till the next Jumat. And if shaitan, if Dajjal has to come, then Usima Minad Fitnati Dajjal, he will be protected from the fitness of Dajjal. A person who eats Surah Kaf, a noor, if algis will be created from beneath his feet towards the heavens. Another rewrite from him towards Kaaba Sharif. So there is noor, only noor of a person, inshallah, by the noor and the effulgence and the light of the surah, a person will be protected from all these fitnas. And what a great lesson we learn from surah kaf is our fitya to ilal kaf. When those youngsters, they took refuge in that cave. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected them. Today, we have the spiritual caves. And that is the case of the madaris, the spiritual cave of the makatibs, the spiritual case of the khankas. May Allah reward Mala Ilyas Rahmatullahi. He extended the horizon and where a person goes out in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, leaving his environment, carrying his bedding, connecting us to the masjid. And that masjid becomes the beacon of light and guidance in an era of darkness. So, in a time when the British wanted to destroy the Muslims in India, at that time, the ulama, Ihaq, those stalwarts of deen, they decided to create this Darul Ulum, Darul Ulum Dioban, and became a fortress for the protection of the Iman. And with regards to spirituality, the Zawiyas, the Khankas were erected, so that a person can save himself, from the effects of nafs and shaitan. And they want to say the mobile madrasa of today, and that is the tablighi jamaat, going out for three days, forty days, four months. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq of taking part in these efforts. If you cannot take part, then support these efforts. Weekly, every Friday night, alhamdulillah, shab guzari takes place. We should try and encourage our youngsters. We ourselves should try and come and take part in these programs. Because this is a formula for us to safeguard our iman. So nevertheless, respected brothers, coming back to this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu That protect the commandments of Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect you. So in every aspect, every sphere of our life, with regards to our eyes, our ears, our stomach, our private parts, with regards to staying away from all those things which will lead us towards all gunas, to shun all those methods and all those ways, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection will come. Hazrat Aban bin Hakam rahmatullahi says that when Malak al-Mut approaches a pious person, and then 
Allah Ta'ala tells Malak al that smell his head. So Malak al and he smells and he says, Inni ajidu al-Qur'an fi ra'sihi. I smell the beautiful fragrance of tilawat of the Qur'an al-Kareem from his head. Then Malak al is told that smell his heart. He says, when he goes, he says, I smell inni ajidu fi qalbihi as-siyam. The beautiful fragrance of a fasting person, I smell that from his heart. Then he's told, smell his feet. Malak al goes and he says, inni ajidu al-qiyam fi qadamihi. That is two feet that stood up at night during tahajjud salah. I smell the beautiful effects of tahajjud. Then respected brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him the tawfiq of leaving this world with iman. That is why when we read the sunnah duas, when you're going to sleep, in amsakta, as part of the dua, in amsakta nafsi, faqfil laha, warhamha, that oh Allah, if you have to retain our souls, if we have to pass away, then oh Allah, forgive that soul of ours, have raham on that soul. But if you release our soul and let us continue to love, then oh Allah, protect the soul like how you protected the souls of the pious people. May Allah include us among the salihin, the pious people. May Allah protect us from all the trials of fit and the fitness of the jaliyat and all the isms that are surrounding us. Protect us, protect our children and make our father protect our properties, protect our wealth. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our iman, take us with iman, resurrect us with iman. Wa akhir da'wan, alhamdulillahi rabbil alhamdulillah.